Welcome to I Wish They Knew, a show where leaders in business and education share big ideas that deserve more attention in about the time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. I'm Joe Hirsch. Today's wish comes from Deborah Hotelling. Deborah is the U.S. Regional Communications Lead at Ford Motor Company, where she has helped oversee some really important work that Ford has done in light of the pandemic. Deborah, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Joe. Thank you. I first came across some of the impressive and impassioned work that Ford was doing to help change lives and change the odds during the pandemic. Tell everybody out there, in case they're not familiar, about some of the important steps that Ford has taken recently to help make sure that people are healthy and safe during the pandemic. Well, way back in the day, do you remember March? Uh, when we, <laughs> right? Way back in the day in March, uh, when we first realized that um, this wasn't an isolated incident, but that this was a, you know, an epidemic that was in the making, uh, we decided that we needed to pivot quickly and we had the capability to do that since we manufacture items. So we started creating face shields, face masks. Uh, we um, manufactured with GE 50,000 ventilators. Uh, we made pappers, which are those protective gear um, suits out of um, paint, you know, when, when we're painting vehicles, it, uh, it, you put it over your head and shoulders. And we also made, isola we also made isolation gowns out of um, uh, crash, um, the, uh, uh, the collision crash um, bubbles that are inside, uh, I'm not saying it right, out of a vehicle. So I drove a Ford Taurus. It was my first car. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I have to tell you, if if I had if I had known all those years ago that the car that I would be driving would be the same car company that is manufacturing protective gear and, and safety gear for individuals during this time, I would never have believed it. What do you wish more people knew about the power of, of companies and even individuals to affect positive change in the world? Well, for for me, the big learning was that it's not, it. you have to have a North Star as a corporation. So Ford has a, a history of running toward the fire. Mm -hmm. um, back in the day, we pivoted and we created iron lungs in the 50s. Um, back in the 20s and 30s, Henry Ford had assembly plants manufacture um, incubators for babies in rural communities that couldn't get medical care. So this is something that we know about ourselves and these are the stories that we tell each other as, as employees. So we, we know that this is what we stand for. But what was really fascinating about the early days of COVID and how Ford pivoted is that this was not uh, Bill Ford coming down and saying, you know, hear this, we're now going to manufacture PPE. It was seriously, employees and random, as random as me living in California and being a PR person and suddenly becoming part of this uh, work group uh, creating PPE. It was just individuals coming together. We called it Project Apollo because seriously we went to our warehouses and we scattered everything that we had on a table and everybody figured out what could we make with these things. And it really was individuals coming together and going, we got to do this. And we all figured it out. We were building the bridge while we were running across it. It was really fascinating. 
Well, what are some of the key understandings that that you've taken away from this? Because bringing people together is one thing, but helping them move that process forward so that they can deliver on that collaboration is another. What insights around collaboration have you and your team discovered in this process? Well, th there are a number of things. One is that when you have something new like this, you all become experts together. So by necessity, it sort of it um, evens out the playing field. You know, suddenly if you happen to have, you know, a little bit more tenure than someone else, it suddenly doesn't matter anymore because mm -hmm. there's this intense central goal that everyone's going towards. Yeah. So if you think of it, you do it because there's not going to be an admin to go, you know, call and do a PowerPoint presentation. You know, everybody's there on the front line together. And with that comes a kind of energy and vigor I think especially among senior leaders, because sometimes when you become a leader, you lose that wonderful hands-on, you know, um, moment that you had when you were younger in your career. Yeah. And there's something really, really exciting about being in a team like that again. So it's leaving ego and status on the sidelines. And, and what else do you think helped bring forward to this moment? I think also it was, it was the people expected it of us and we knew that we expected it of ourselves. Mm. And so you didn't have to, you didn't have to seek permission. Um, I came to this because my, my daughter is a first year ER nurse in Indiana. And when I first learned that we were going to be um, manufacturing face shields, I texted her and I'm like, Hey, you know, how's it going in the ER? You know? And she's like, we, we have people in the halls. This is, I don't, understand what's going on here, but this is pretty awful. And, and I said, do you have PPE? Do you have personal protective gear? You all good? You know, I'm asking as a mom. And as I'm texting her, I see the dot, dot, dot at the bottom and it's, she's pausing and she's pausing. And that dot, dot, dot hung there for a really long time as she's trying to think, how do I tell my mom that I have to wipe off my protective gear every day and use it again? And that's all we've got. And that was the moment where like, I don't know what I can contribute here, but I'm not going to let my daughter and everybody else's kid and spouse and family member, you know, be in an ER where they're having to wipe down their gear. And so you just, and so that Ford was able to, you know, just sort of invite all of us. We don't know what you're going to need to do, but come on board. We're going to need everybody to do it yeah. was really a privilege. Leaving ego aside, working together with a shared purpose and vision, those are certainly key ingredients towards building out this brand new collaborative process. But do you think that this can be sustained even hopefully when everything settles down and we return to some sort of regularity in our lives? Can this spirit of collaborative collaboration and, and creativity of stepping outside our box be sustained going forward? You know, I think that I'm thinking a lot about that and I think that it can, but it has to be nurtured. It has to be respected. Leadership has to understand that you give away a little power, I guess, and the, and the hierarchy doesn't work the same way. Yeah. And I think also um, among all folks, you have to decide this is how I'm going to behave in my life. I now have friends that I, that I was, you know, PPE buddies with that I go to now and even though we don't work together, we still talk because I, I now trust their opinion and they're interesting and funny and they're, they're wonderful. And I love, I love the scrappiness. 
Yeah. And that behavior actually goes even beyond the organization. One of the fascinating moments when I raised my hand to say, I'll help, it was the first weekend when we were figuring out what we could make. And so I was on all of these early day calls and we had you know, engineers and designers and our head of logistics and our assembly plant guys, gals, and they were thinking, okay, we're gonna make face masks, but we need, elast we need elastic for it. And Honduras is where all elastic comes from and they're shut down. So right. what do we do? And so they were calling old buddies, you know, I know someone at Haynes, they make socks that has elastic in it. Maybe they could help us out. And so that collaborative spirit went beyond the walls of the organization. And I found that to be powerful. And what could we be as American manufacturing, for example, if we could think about new ways to collaborate together in this sort of very organic way? It's a great story and a great wish. Deborah, thanks for sharing your wish with us today. So glad to be here. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. For more ideas on how to communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.